Welcome to the Females on Fire podcast, where I hope that you'll gain both the tools you need to grow your business and the motivation you need to create your dream life. I'm Haley Luckadoo, motivational speaker, serial entrepreneur, huge lover of Dr. Pepper, and of course, the host who will be introducing you to the phenomenal women sharing their stories and expertise to inspire you, help you succeed, and set your soul on fire. Hi, ladies, and welcome back. Before we dive into a new episode, I want to quickly tell you about my partnership with HoneyBook. HoneyBook is an easy-to-use client management platform where you can manage contracts, invoices, and workflows, track your time, create automated processes, and even create a customized portal for your clients to access. It's got everything, and I've partnered up with them to bring you an incredible offer. Just use the code HaleyLuckadoo or click the link in the description to get 50% off your first year subscription. I love using HoneyBook for my business, but I love to save money even more. So if you need a client management software or have considered making the switch to HoneyBook, now is the time. Again, just use the code HaleyLuckadoo or click the link and save yourself $200 while simplifying your life. I promise you will not regret it. Today's episode is going to be so much fun because I am talking with an absolutely incredible woman. Her name is Jamira Pollard, and she is a well-rounded life and biz coach for creatives that aspire to create and live with grace, passion, and purpose. Through her coaching firm, Coaching for Creatives, Jamira finds joy as the strategic support and encouragement for entrepreneurs seeking a thriving business and a well-rounded life. She's a former wedding planner and designer, and she uses her decade-plus experience and formal education to coach clients so that they can focus on what matters most. And on top of all of that, she's the host of the top-rated podcast, A Well-Rounded Life, which is exactly what we're going to be talking about today. Jamira is going to give you so much advice on how you can actually live a well-rounded life and have a well-rounded business, which is what we are all striving for. So I know that this episode is going to hit home for you ladies, and you are absolutely going to love listening to Jamira. Hi, Jamira. Thank you so much for being on the show with me. Hello. How are you? I'm so good. How are you? I am great. I'm super excited to talk to you. I told you a little earlier, I'm nervous, but I've been so excited to talk to you because I'm a huge fan of the show. So I'm That makes me so happy, and I am so excited to have you on. I know we're going to talk today all about work-life balance and creating a well-rounded life, and I know that's something that our listeners want so badly to have, so I'm so excited for them to get your advice and just your words of wisdom on that subject. But before we dive into that, will you just tell everybody a little bit about you and how you got to where you are today? Awesome, awesome. Okay, so. 
I am Jemira, and I always like to tell people how I got my name. Uh, my father's name is George, and my mother's name is Myra, so Jemira. So it makes it a little easier for people to uh, understand how to pronounce it. So I got that out the way. So I'm Jemira. I'm a wife of 11 years uh, as of last month to my high school sweetheart. I am a mom to two little people. I call them favorite daughter, Peyton, and she's nine. And I have favorite son, Jackson, who is four and a half. They are the loves of my life and the reason why I do what I do and why I'm so passionate about other moms and other creatives, um, uh, about how it's so important to live well-rounded so that we can spend more time with the people that we love. I am also a former wedding and event designer in the DMV area. And for those that don't know what DMV stands for, it's the DC, Maryland, Virginia metro area. I was a wedding and event planner for 12 years before I decided to switch gears and to use my MBA and my hands-on experience so that I could be a coach for other creative entrepreneurs, which I absolutely love. And I do that through my virtual coaching business, Coaching for Creatives. And I always say that I'm blessed to coach creative entrepreneurs virtually because I can meet them where they are, literally, and I can meet them where they are in their business. So startups, people who've been in the game for a while and they're looking to elevate those are my people that is my tribe and I love working with uh, creatives who are just looking to elevate and take it up a notch without sacrificing their sanity and their family time I am also the host of a well-rounded life podcast where we talk all things well-rounded life I share tidbits and resources for those that are seeking to live more well-rounded and again, my tribe, my people, they are looking uh, to have more grace. They want to give themselves more grace. They want to live out their passion and they want to walk in their purpose. So that is the main focus and the core of what we do over at Well-Rounded Life and Coaching for Creatives. Random facts about me. I love handbags. I love dessert. I will say I'm a sugar addict. I will admit it. And I also love to travel. I think traveling is super important and it's a great way to unwind, to live more well-rounded and to just see things outside of our everyday bubble. But that's me in a nutshell, trying to live well-rounded, trying to focus on what matters most and just pouring into other creatives who are seeking um, to have the same. I love that. And I love to travel too. I get the travel bug like all the time. So yes, I think it's yes, such yes. a great way to just live a really full life. Like seeing the world and seeing all those different cultures and tasting the different foods and all Absolutely. of those things. I think it's yeah. a perfect way to live a well-rounded life. Absolutely. Once you get that passport and you get the travel bug, your life will never be the same. That is so true. So, so true. So I'm curious what led you to move from focusing on wedding planning to focusing on coaching and, and working with creatives? I know you said you kind of had some skills in that area, but what ultimately kind of led that decision for that transition? For me, um, after I had been in the game for so long, I had other people coming to me asking me how I did it, how I elevated, and how I got to where I had gotten at the time. And so one of the things that I ended up doing is going back to school to get my MBA. 
And because I wanted to make sure I had the hands-on experience with the um, education um, as well. I wanted to be able to walk the walk. So what led me to do it also is at that time, I was pregnant with my son. And I also knew that between my husband's job and my job, working weekends every single weekend for both of us just wasn't going to be feasible because he also has a job where he works 24-7. And if you are in the wedding space, you know that our job is 24-7. And so what I wanted to do is just to focus on my family, but I also was feeling called and pulled in many ways to pour into other people and not just you know myself and trying to be uh, the best wedding planner, to be published, to be featured, to be seen. But now I actually work in the background where people may not even know some of the people that I work with because it's you know confidential. But I just like being in the background, cheering other people on, supporting them, encouraging them, and loving on them so that they can live you know their best lives at this point. I love that. I'm always just curious when people say they were wedding professionals and now, you know, they've shifted into something else. I'm just always curious, like what made that transition happen? Because I used to be a wedding planner as well. And I know for me, a lot of the things you just said were pretty big factors. It was like, Oh, I love this job. I'm really good at it. But now I don't know that I want to work every single weekend. And I do want to, you know, focus more on other creatives and other professionals, because I do get a lot of questions. And, and I, I think that, I think that happens a lot for, you know, people who have really built up a, a good business and they're doing business right. really well. And people tend to kind of be drawn toward them. I, I feel like there's always, always ends up being another aspect. People start speaking or, you know, they right. write a book or they start a coaching business or they, you know, start a digital marketing company, which is what I did. And, and I, I always feel like there ends up being sort of a, a next step for a lot of wedding professionals because, you know, it's, it's a, a job you can easily get burnt out on if you're not careful Absolutely. and, and having yeah. a family, especially, you know, it changes things. So. Absolutely. Yeah. It, and I think, you know, you made a great point is that at some point you do have to stop and say, how long do you want to do this job? It's a physically demanding job. And another thing for me is like health wise, um, it was just a lot going on in my personal life. And I knew that it just wasn't going to work out for like long term and that I needed to kind of step back and reevaluate. And I will admit as well that it wasn't my original plan to pivot from weddings. I kind of felt forced to in some way, but sometimes we need that shift and that push and that, uh, no, this isn't working in order to push you to your purpose and where you're supposed to be. And so for that, I'm, I'm grateful. And I couldn't have can't imagine like what else I would be doing because I love coaching so much. I totally agree with what you just said, because I, I say this all the time, especially on this show, because so many people come on here that have, you know, shifted their business, shifted what they do a little bit, you know, done a pivot, things like that. And I constantly am saying, I feel like the most successful people I know and the best businesses I've seen out there ended up being out of something not planned. You know, most of the people that come on this show, they're like, I really didn't plan to do what I'm doing now. (laughs) And that's, that's my story too. So I I truly believe the best businesses are grown out of you just listening to yourself and knowing when it's time to make those shifts and make those pivots and, and 
you know, so many people are scared to do that because they're so comfortable where they're at. And so mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm always giving kudos to my guests who say that they did that because it's a really hard thing to do. And, you know, looking yeah. back, you're like, Oh, I just, you know, started coaching. It was no big deal, but it really yeah. was, it was a big step and it's a scary thing to do. So, you know, good for you for just yeah. listening to yourself and knowing when it was time to make those changes. Yeah, it's always, and something else, like really quickly for your listeners, I'm pretty sure there's someone out there that will be listening that is at a point where they're questioning, should they be where they are? Should they be doing what they're doing? And on the outside, it looks like you're on top and you're killing it and you're making a lot of money, but you don't feel like that's your calling or your purpose. And so I just want to encourage someone to just clear the noise and clear the clutter, get still, and then figure out where you can make the most impact. I love that. That's great, great, great advice. So let's talk about this idea of having a well-rounded life, because Mm -hmm. I know that is something we all want. We just sat here and talked about listening Mm -hmm. to yourself and making those changes. So I think that ties in really well with what we're about to talk about. But let's start off with what are some things that actually get in the way of that? So I know a lot of people want work-life balance. They want to have that really well-rounded full life in both their business and their personal life, but they don't really realize that there's a lot of things standing in the way of that. So what are some things that could be in their lives that might be contributing to them not really having that balance? Well, see, that's the one thing um, when we say balance And sometimes people, when I say well-rounded life, they think that I mean a quote-unquote balanced life. But personally, I just don't feel that there is a such thing as balance only because it is family that people are trying to balance with work. And I always say you can never put your family on the same level as work. Family is always going to come first, right? And you can be replaced at your job in a heartbeat. So because of that, instead of focusing on things always being equal and you juggling everything equally, I always just encourage people to tend to what needs to be tended to in the moment and to just be mindful that you don't have to put out every single fire at the same time and love on everybody at the same time. I have clients where they may have a launch or they may have a big project or something that they need to work on in this season. Their family's good. Their family's taken care of. And so sometimes you got to have conversations with your family to say, hey, guys, I have this big thing going on that is super important to me. So I am going to be away a little bit more than normal. And so you can focus on it and not feel guilty because you had those conversations and you let them know what's up. And then guess what? Once that launch is good, successful, that wedding is over or whatever it is, then you can take some time off and then just pour into your family a little bit more to say, thank you for letting me handle what I need to handle. So the things that get in in the way of us trying to live well-rounded, it's a big part of it is mindset. We have to kind of change that the fact of uh, in our heads we're programmed to think that, again, balance, everything has to be equal and that you have to be this mom boss killing it and making sure your family is good all the time, work is good all the time. Your family is good, ladies and gentlemen. They are good. And it's okay to have those conversations with them to let them know when you need to kind of focus, pour a little bit more into to business. But the big things that hinder us living well-rounded is, is a mindset and us having this idea of trying to keep things balanced. And I just always say that a well-rounded life is a chosen lifestyle in that in order to achieve a well-rounded life, 
you have to fight the notion of trying to make everything equal all the time because it's not going to happen if you can't be two places at once you just can't do it but what you can do is nurture what needs to be nurtured love on it pour into it okay put that to the side that's good now let me move on to the next thing and i'm not saying you know don't talk to your family don't take care of your kids today and then get back to them tomorrow no that goes into just putting systems and things in place so that everything kind of runs the way it needs to run and that you can then just feel comfortable stepping away a little bit so that you can tend to what needs to be tended to. I'm so glad that you said that because I feel like so often people, especially with you know social media and mm-hmm. all the comparisons that happen there, I feel like so often people are looking at everybody else. And like you said, they're looking at everybody else who's like killing it in their business or they look like they're killing it at least. And they're constantly just feeling like they're not doing enough, but they don't possibly have time to do more. And, you know, especially if you have like a corporate job or something like that, and you're trying to grow this side hustle, or if you've got a family in addition to your business, things like that, you've got to split your time. And I think people so often are trying to figure out how to split their time perfectly evenly every single day of the week. And that's just so impossible, like you said. And so I'm glad that you mentioned, you know, depending on what season you're in, because I feel like that really is the thing that people need to understand is sometimes there is going to be a season where not that your business is necessarily more important than your family, but mm-hmm. your business just has to sort of take precedent sometimes, right. you know, like, right. if, like you said, if you're working on a launch or you're doing something like that, your family just kind of has to understand and not that you don't take care of them or you completely ignore them, like you said, but you're just putting more focus into your business for that little bit of time. Absolutely. And then you go back to giving your family some extra love and taking a trip, doing something fun, you know, really spending time with them, doing whatever you need to do. But I feel like so often people don't get that. They think, Mm -hmm. and you know, people talk constantly about keeping your business and your personal life separate. But then when it comes to them wanting this, you know, well-rounded life and feeling like they have it, they're trying to push those things together so hard and make them fit together. And I think I think they do kind of blend together in a way, but I I think you've got to focus on sort of one thing or the other for right this second and and really dive into one thing right this second. Yeah, the thing is, you know, with our family and business, we try to keep them separate. But at the end of the day, if things at work are a hot mess, it's going to affect you at home, your mood, your vibe, how you interact with them. When you have Mm -hmm. things going on at home, you're going to bring it to work and you're not going to be the best version of yourself. So they do intertwine. And that's why you have to have the conversations with your family and bring them into what you're doing. Let them know what you have going on. Let them know what you need from them in this moment. And then you promise them that you will make sure that they are taken care of. And it's like when I was preparing for a big speaking engagement, I was busy preparing my keynote. I was working on the slides and memorizing everything. So I was working a lot of hours. And then guess what? After it was over, we went on a family vacation. I turned off email, turned off work, and then they got me 
a hundred percent versus me just trying to go back and forth and then also being resentful in some way. So they got me, the full version of me, uninterrupted by me having those conversations and letting them know what I needed from them as well so that I could show up uh, at work and kill it and, and do my best there too. Yeah. And I think that's just exactly how you have to do it. You've got to know what your priority has to be mm-hmm. for this season, for this moment. And, you know, you shouldn't feel guilty if that's your business instead of your family for a minute, because you know that on the other end of it, it's going to be your family again. You're going to get to do that trip or, you know, have that day off with where you take the kids out somewhere fun or, you know, whatever it is, you're going to make up that time. And so you shouldn't feel guilty that there are moments where you have to put a little more of yourself into your business. Right. No, no guilt. Like this is a great point to let people know that it's stop feeling the guilt instead, start having the conversations and start um, figuring out what your priorities are in this season, in this moment. And then from there you can rearrange your life so that you can handle what needs to be handled. But make the promise to yourself and the people around you that you will not just be focused on work 100% of the time all day every day but that you will take care of yourself that you will travel that you will have one-on-one time with your spouse and dates with your kids and the different things once you do handle your business um project or launch or whatnot yeah so what are what are some steps that our listeners can take to really implement that well-rounded life. So I know you said first and foremost, it's just getting that mindset right and having those conversations. Mm -hmm. But what would you say to the person who's like, okay, I feel like I'm doing that. I feel like I'm focusing in on one thing or the other, but things still aren't getting done because, you know, I'm focusing on my business, but I still have to go pick the kids up from school or Mm -hmm. I still have to go work out because I've got to stay in shape. And you know, I've got to cook dinner, I've got to do this or that. What would you say to that person who really feels like they're having the conversations and they're, they're trying to put their focus on the right priority for that season, but they're just not feeling that they're getting anywhere and making any progress. And they're starting to feel frustrated and burnout and all of those negative feelings. Well, the first thing I would say is just to surrender. (laughs) Stop, just take everything that you've been doing and just kind of like surrender, throw up the red flag and say, okay, clearly this is not working. And then always say, go back to the drawing board. I am a huge systems advocate where I believe that if you have a system in place for your home, a systems in place at work, you can start to automate and streamline things so that you aren't having, you're not having to be in your business every single day, all day, and you're not reinventing the wheel. So the first thing is to put a system in place for your work and systems in place for business. Um, And I could talk all day about systems and workflows, but basically it just means that you need to have a routine and then you can figure out where you need to get some help. I also believe in the power of outsourcing because those are the things that are time sucks. Um, The things that, um, 
take you away from being uh, the best mom or the best creative or an innovator, uh, those things are considered time sucks. So like you said, if it is something where cooking dinner is taking up a lot of time or doing the laundry, or if you're doing a lot of admin tasks, okay, those are things that you can legit outsource and get someone else to help you with so that you can focus on your family and that you can do the things that you love most in your business. So the first thing I would do is put pen to paper and make a list of the things that are your time sucks. You can start tracking your time tomorrow. Start tracking your time and figure out where you're spending your time and your energy. Then take that list and determine where someone else could actually come in and replace you. They may not do things exactly the way you want them done, but guess what? Done is better than perfect. Another thing is I found when I outsourced and I brought in someone to help me in my business and physically in my home, they do a way better job than I do. So you may never know that by asking for help, you can get uh, more time back. You can actually have a better product. You can have better client experiences. You can just show up a lot more when you actually uh, get some help. We as creatives, we go into this thing and we have this idea. We're an amazing photographer, a wedding planner, a floral designer, whatever it is. But no one taught us all the business components. We now have to be an accountant, a graphic designer, a copywriter, a VA. We are not built to do all these things. But guess what? There are people who are amazing at those things. And so I want to encourage you to also figure out where you can get help run your numbers, determine your hourly rate, how much you can afford to bring someone on that may be less expensive so that now you're able to show up more in your business as well. I think that's such great advice. And just to add to that, because we get, I get this question a lot about what to do if you can't afford to outsource, if you're mm -hmm. not there yet, do a trade. I, when mm. I, you know, in the early stages of my business, when I really could not afford help, I could find other professionals who needed something that I offered and I offered something they needed. And so not that everybody will want to do that and not that you should do that for the rest of your life. You should try to get to a place where you can afford to outsource, mm -hmm. you know, real professional help. But there were so many times when I first started my digital marketing company that I needed new headshots or I needed, you know, an assistant for this thing or whatever. And there was somebody who offered exactly what I needed that really needed help with Pinterest or they really needed some blogs posted. And so we worked out what felt like a really even trade. And I always recommend, you know, drawing up a contract and being really clear about what you guys are going to offer each other. But right. if you can find people to do that, and I think Facebook groups are a pretty good way to find people to do that. But it's, it's as easy as just posting and saying, Hey, this is something that I, I feel like I could use some help in. And here's some things that I offer. Is there anybody who was looking for one of these services that I offer that would be willing to do a trade with me and help me out? And I think you'll be amazed what you can find. And that's just a really great way to kind of get a little bit of the help that you need if you're still in that place where you just can't afford to outsource. I think that's a great idea. That's a great yeah. idea. Yeah, absolutely. It's awesome. Um, when Again, when you actually show up and you open your mouth and you say, hey, I need help. 
people can't help you if they don't know what you need. So exactly get vocal, let people know, Hey, I do need a VA. Is there someone looking for VA work? Or is there someone uh, looking for a copywriter or whatever it is? Ask, and then you be, you will be surprised at what will come back to you. Yeah, because everybody needs help. There's Absolutely. nobody running a business who doesn't need help with something. Mm-hmm. I, I was talking to a friend the other day and she was saying, well, I just don't know how to do this and I don't know how to do this and I don't know how to do this. And by the time I learn it all, it's all going to change. And I'm like, yeah, but that's okay. Like calm right. down <laughs> because we're all doing that. Like, right. You know, I may be really good at this thing, but I don't know how to do this other thing. And I feel like so often we feel this need to be perfect in every single area of our business. And you kind of, you know, touched on this a minute ago when you said we've got to be a VA and we've got to be an accountant and we've got to be all of these things. And the reality is you just don't, you don't have to be all of those things. No, you don't. You need to try and find a way to focus on the part of your business that made you want to start your business in the first place. Right. And the part of your business where you can make the most impact and where you find the most joy and the reason why you get up every single day, because you will get burnt out trying to do everything. Always imagine sometimes being a creative. Did you know that game when you go to Chuck E. Cheese or an amusement park? where the things just keep popping up and you're trying to like bop it down and then another one pops up and you're trying to bop it down to just keep the things down and like handled it ain't happening unless you get someone to help you (laughs) but that's what it is trying to balance things it's like okay this one's down dang it something else came up and then you're trying to make sure that's good and settled you're gonna drive yourself crazy it's it's just gonna be a mess yeah absolutely and like you said you're gonna end up bringing that home with you Mm -hmm. so you know, all of a sudden you're trying to do everything in your business and your work life is just crazy stressed and you, you're getting burnt out, you're getting frustrated. And now you're bringing that home and you're kind of pushing it off on your family or you're going out with friends and kind of pushing it off on them. And, and so all of a sudden you feel like every single aspect of your life is that way because you kind of created this monster that, you couldn't really get control of. And I think just, you know, trading with somebody, outsourcing, hiring somebody, whatever you need to do to get that one thing off your plate that's really causing turmoil in your business or Mm -hmm. your life. And, you know, for some people, maybe it's not a business thing. Maybe it's a, I just really don't have the time to clean my house. I hate cleaning my house. I hate it with a passion. (laughs) I want to spend that time working in my business. So hire a house cleaner, save up money, hire a house cleaner. Don't do it anymore. There are people out there who can come and do that for you. Right. And better. They're a lot better than I am. (laughs) So much better. So much better. Yeah. I mean, if that's something you really can't afford right now, then Start looking at a budget and saying, okay, what would it take? What would it take for us to be able to do this? What if we don't eat out for the month? What if exactly. we you know, don't, don't go to the movies? What if we just do a movie night in? What if, you know, where can you make those cuts? If it matters to you, you'll find a way. And so where can you make those cuts that right. you can afford that house cleaner? And that's going to take so much stress out of your life. You can put that focus back into your business or your family or wherever you want to put it. And it's going to make all the difference. And so I think finding those adjustments and finding those things, like you said, that are, that are your pain points, that are your time sucks, that are really causing problems for you and then doing something about them. That's, that's the, 
easiest and hardest thing to do because people don't want to let go of these things that are really causing them problems, but you should, because it's going to make all the difference. You just said something. Um, if it matters to you, you'll find a way. And my mother used to say all the time, people spend their money and people spend their, their time on what they want. So at the, end of the day, at the end of the day, you will figure it out. You will make a sacrifice on one end if it means that you will be able to grow and it will be even better once you take this, the one step back in order to take two steps forward. So you just kind of have to sacrifice in this season if it means that you will get your time back and some joy back and more uh, quality time with your family. If you really want it, you will figure it out. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. Your mom is very smart. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> well, are there any, you know, you, you mentioned a lot about systems and workflows and you said you could talk about that all day, but mm -hmm. are there any specific tools or resources or just strategies that you recommend to our listeners that can really help them stay on track, stay productive, stay organized, um, and really kind of help with building out that well-rounded life. So one thing that I use every week is what I have created. It's called a one sheet. And it's basically for people like me who have an ongoing to-do list of all the things we want to do. But the one sheet, it actually forces us to just focus on the main things that need to get done for the week. And then once it's done, it's checked off, we can move on to other things. So that's one thing that helps me stay focused and feel a sense of accomplishment each week versus feeling defeated because I didn't get the 100 things done. So one of the things I use is my one sheet. And another thing uh, that I like to use is personally, I use Asana in my business and I actually started using it for my personal life where I'll map out the things that need to happen from if we're planning a family trip, like here are the things that we need to do, uh, things we need to book, pack, whatever. So I'll use Asana for that. But for my clients, we use it to stay on track. So everybody's on the same page. And then I'm also not reinventing the wheel. So I have templates set up in Asana so that when I onboard a client, it's already done for me. So I spend the time doing it one time and guess what? Now it can run on its own. I also use Dubsado for just my client management. Um, on a daily basis. So then again, that's where they have workflows and automations. And if you don't have a CRM like a HoneyBook or Dubsado, I want to encourage you to do that as well, because you can set up those workflows and get hours and hours of your time back, especially if you're doing the same thing every other week or anytime you onboard a client. Uh, so I use those. I'm a Google Suites girl, so I use all things uh, what is it, Google Docs and Sheets and all that to keep everything organized there. Um, what else? Google Calendar. I'm obsessed with that. Yeah, I think those are my, my basic go-tos, everyday things that I feel like I'm in Evernote to keep notes and keep track of things. So I'm not trying to spend, I'm not spending time trying to remember everything. But those are my tools and resources that I use uh, for business and for personal reasons. I love those recommendations and I, I'm a huge like Trello user and I use HoneyBook, but I don't think it matters. I think as long as you just have, have something, something that works for you, right. because I've heard great things about Asana. I've never tried it because I just love my Trello so much. I can't imagine giving it up, but <laughs> I've heard amazing things about Asana and I know so many people that have switched and, and start using Asana. And so, I, you know, I think 
you just got to find those things that work for you. And so I'm glad you listed out a bunch of recommendations because I think if, if people have more options and they can just test things out and find whatever works for them, right? you know, that's the first step. And, you know, if you, back to what we were saying earlier, if you, if you're not in that place where you can afford those things yet, there are, there are free things Absolutely. out there. Like yeah. A quick search on the internet will provide you exactly what you need. Yeah. Um, and, and I, I think it's just so important, like you said, to just be organized and, and have those systems in place so that you can be productive. I'm like you, I'm a huge systems and workflow advocate. Yes. I love my systems. I'm just swear by them every day. I, everything is super organized and I, I do everything in a certain order and you know, it's almost a little bit OCD, but <laughs> it's okay. And, and, but I'm the same way. I just, I feel like all the good things that happen in my business, I can attribute it to a really great system that that's I had awesome. in place. Yeah. And so I feel like that's so necessary. Yeah. The other part to it is um, when you do start onboarding your team members, you will save a lot of time if you can show them your system, your workflow, your spreadsheet and say, here's how you do it. I also use Loom to record videos for my clients and for um, my team so that I can just record when I'm doing it, when I'm doing something, and then they can just watch the video. We can save it in folder of like tutorials. And so it's, just record it. I don't have to spend more hours explaining it and they can legit get hands-on experience there. So I love Loom as another uh, hack of something that I use on a daily basis. That's very smart. Very, very smart. I love that. Well, I think this was a great conversation. It's really going to help people get started with so fun. building out that well-rounded life. And I know, like I said, all of our listeners really, really want that. And I'm sure there are a lot of people who will listen to this and, and really feel like they got something great out of it because awesome. these are such great tips. Awesome. Awesome. Now this has been fun. And like I said, I could talk systems, workflows, well-rounded life all day long. I, <laughs> I, I love it. But again, you just kind of have to surrender and then try to do things a new way. And guess what? If it doesn't work, try something else. It's okay, but just don't keep doing what you're doing and driving yourself crazy and feeling defeated when there are different ways to do things to get where you want to be. I love that. And I think it's so, so true. And you've just got to be willing to admit where you're struggling, mm -hmm. be willing to be open with yourself and know, like you said, where those time sucks are, where those pain points are, what you like to work with and what you don't. And just you know, be open and honest with yourself and you'll figure it out. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. Well, since it's the end of the episode, I do have a quick little lightning round for you. It's uh, just some uh -oh. fun questions. <laughs> Here we They're go. not too hard. I promise. Okay. Okay. Here we go. All right. What is the first thing that you do when you wake up in the morning? Hmm. Well, I usually grab my phone because the alarm is on the phone. And then from there, I'll see all of the alerts and tags and craziness. But I really try to put it down afterwards and until I get myself going and get the kids out the door. So that is my goal. But I do grab the phone. It's the first thing I do uh, when I wake up. Same, same. <laughs> We've had people come on before that they're like, oh, I get up and do a meditation and I don't oh, touch girl, my phone. No. One day. And I'm like, how do you do it? Teach me. <laughs> One day I'll get there, but I ain't there yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel you. I am the same way. All right. What is the last book that you read? Ooh, the last book that I read. Ooh. Well, right now I'm reading Traction. 
Um, I finished Michelle Obama's book because I had bought it when it came out, but I just didn't have time to read it. So I finally finished that book. And I also read recently, I think the one that I just recently finished was Educated. Uh, That book was a book that was recommended by a whole bunch of people and not business related at all, but it was fascinating. Uh, It was a fascinating read because it was all about how education will, having a great education and foundation will take you to places you've never imagined. So it was a great book. I haven't heard of that one, so I'll have to go look that one yeah, up. Yeah, I'll send you the link. It's it's really good. It wasn't anything that I normally read, which made it a lot more intriguing. Yeah, those are always the best. Right. <laughs> All right. What is one thing that you recommend to everyone? So it can be something for your business. It can be a product or you know a service or an item, whatever you want, but something that you feel like everybody has to have. Mm. Everybody has to have, ooh, honestly, I say support, but it's not a tangible thing. <laughs> but That's okay. That's yeah, a good one. You, you need support. And if you're a business owner, I, obviously I'm a coach, but you will save yourself so much time if you invest in someone that can pour into you that's been where you've been. And so you don't have to reinvent the will and they can show you the ins and outs, but you need support. Why do business alone when in this day and age, you do not have to. So take advantage of the, the resources, the Facebook groups, the things, the freebies and all the different things that are out there. Take advantage of it and get the support that you need so that you can thrive and spend more time doing the things that you love. I love that. That's a great recommendation. And I say this all the time, but it amazes me how I'll get guests on this show and we'll get to this lightning round and some of their answers always tend to reflect the conversation that we just had. Mm, yeah. And I, I, I think that's so interesting because I'm like, wow, they really are an expert in the thing they're talking about because it's, it's actually flowing into their answers to these fun little questions. Yeah. So I love that. I think that goes right along with everything we just said about, you know, having a well-rounded life and hiring out help and knowing your pain points and all those things. And so I think that was a great recommendation. Well, thank you. All right. Last question. What is either your favorite quote or the best piece of advice that you have ever been given? Hmm. Favorite quote. I think right now, I'm just going to say right now in the season, for me, done is better than perfect. As a perfectionist, type A um, personality, I want everything to be pretty tied with a bow ribbon and then put out in the world. But then I'll turn to my right and left and I'll see counter parts and colleagues who are pumping out content and launches and killing it. And it's not, you know, sometimes we're like, I could have done it better. So what girlfriend, they're doing it and we're making excuses and we're procrastinating. So done is better than perfect. We just sometimes have to just show up and be okay that we did our best job and then move on to the next thing. So done is better than perfect is uh, my quote right now that I'm just trying to remind myself, uh, to just manifest on in this season. I love it because I am the same way. I am such a perfectionist, so type A. Everything needs to be organized and pretty and perfect all the time. And so I am going through that same struggle with you. And there's something else that just came to mind really quickly is a quote someone, a friend told me when I was complaining about something years ago. And they said that there is someone doing a lot more with a lot less. 
meaning they don't have all the resources, the tools, the money, the support, but guess what? They're doing a lot more because they are showing up and they are just, yeah, showing up and we're not, and we're trying to get everything in order and pretty and perfect. And they don't have all the things we have, but they're actually doing more and they're more impactful because we're sitting around and just trying to make everything perfect and it ain't going to happen. So just remember that you have all that you need, more than you need sometimes to get it done. So we definitely need to just start showing up a lot more. I love that. And it is so, so, so true. I love it. All right. Well, tell everybody where they can find you. What's your website, social media, give them all the places. So on Instagram, I'm at coach for creatives. Our website is coachingforcreatives.co. So CO. And I'm also, as I mentioned, I have a podcast, a well-rounded life podcast and we're iTunes, Google play everywhere there. And those are the main places that I hang out. I'm on Instagram. We're on Facebook at Coach um, Coaching for Creatives. But the podcast that every week and on Instagram, I love to interact with uh, everyone on Instagram. So that's where you can find me. Perfect. And everybody definitely needs to check out the show notes because yes. we will list that one sheet that yes. Jamira was talking about earlier. We will put the link for that in there. So definitely go grab that from her because I think that's such a great resource to use every week. Yes. It's how I set the tone for the week, the foundation. I try to do it on Friday or Sunday at the latest, but it lets me know how uh, the week is going to go so I can make plans to make it happen. There you go. Well, Jamira, thank you so much. I, I really mean it. I think this conversation is going to be so, so helpful to our listeners and I'm so excited for them to hear it and implement your advice and your strategies and just start really working toward that well-rounded life. And I just appreciate your time and your wisdom and just coming on the show and, and sharing with me. It was so much fun. Thank you so, so much for having me. This was fun. Well, ladies, that's it for this time. But don't forget to head over to the show notes to grab special bonus content from our guests. I'd love if you could show your support for the show. So if you have just a minute, leave a five-star review about how much you love this podcast. Then head over to femalesonfirepodcast.com and grab your Females on Fire apparel. Get a t-shirt, hat, and more because it all goes to fund the podcast. And don't forget to show off your new swag to all your friends on social media and tag me at Females on Fire and at Haley Luckadoo. I'll be back next week with another great show for you. But until then, keep reaching for those dreams that set your soul on fire.